you will never finish exploring yourself. You will never finish learning. You will never finish becoming who you are. So there's no rush. Just allow yourself to have the experiences as they come. Just breathe. You will find your way to the heart. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to the Dance to Remembrance podcast. I'm your co-host, Ashley, a spiritual entrepreneur. Using my energetic gifts, I help my clients transform and harmonize their lives. And I am Stephanie, and my superpowers are love and acceptance. Using my intuitive gifts, I guide and hold space for you as you gain clarity in your life. Together, we are the co-founders of an online global community, Dance to Remembrance, or as we like to call it, DTR. This podcast is everything and anything relating to the self-discovery journey. We will be sharing the messy middle, the unlayering process of healing, and what it takes to step into full alignment with the truth of who you are. Now let's dive in. Welcome, everyone, and thank you for joining me on this solo episode with the Dance to Remembrance podcast. I am Ashley, and I am so excited about today's episode. Me and Stephanie have decided that we wanted to individually share what the journey of self-discovery has been like for us, really wanting to open the conversations around the fact that everyone's journey is so individually different, but beautiful in their own unique ways. There may be similarities that overlap, but in the essence, you are uniquely you, which your journey is uniquely yours as well. I have actually not listened to Stephanie's episode that dropped last week. We wanted to keep it where we'd have our own spin, our own energy, you know, just our own thoughts and really got to have that more intimate one-on-one conversation with you guys as our listeners. So today I really want to talk about the ego death and the dark night of the soul. This to me are those catalytic moments that propel you into a journey of self-discovery and healing. Me personally, I don't have like a major ego death or a dark night of the soul. It's like I've experienced many of them, several, many little ego deaths along my journey. Um, And those started, you know, almost 10 years ago for me. And they just kind of continued. I would get to a certain point and life would create this beautiful chaotic storm. And here I go again, (laughs) you know, but there are people who experience an ego death and it is like a near death experience Or I have worked with clients who, you know, they go through a divorce and that starts their ego death and their dark night, or who have an experience with plant medicine and that opens them wide up and they know that there's more to life and they are ready to start putting the pieces back together and really figuring out what life is for them, you know, figuring out what their expectations and their standards and their values are and creating a life that is heart-led instead of being mind-led by what they were essentially programmed to believe throughout their childhood, young adulthood, and even current life. I share that just so that you know, there is no right or wrong way to have an ego death either or a dark night of the soul. It comes in all forms There's 
too many to even list off. But if you know that you're in a space in your life where you're longing for more, you're in a state of transformation and change, or even if you're just curious, odds are that you are experiencing your own ego death, your own dark night of the soul. I want to share just a little brief overview of what my experience was with my many dark nights. Um, Mine did start with divorce and that really changed my world, you know, changed where I lived. It changed my financial situation, my career situation, my relationships. It was this huge ripple effect of change in every single direction in my life. After that, you know, I went into a down spiral, to be honest with you guys. It was what I like to call my dark years, about three and a half, four years of inner darkness. Now, to most in the normal world, my life seemed to be fine. You know, we all portray it that way, right? My social media showed me happy, full of life, full of love, nothing too extreme. I did have a very unhealthy relationship with alcohol. So that would probably have been the most public awareness that something wasn't right in my life. You know, just I was also in my 20s. So I'll throw that out there. But a lot of the binge drinking and drinking at the end of the day, um, you know, just to calm my nerves from the stress that I had experienced. Those years, I was in a very toxic and unhealthy relationship. It was a lot of highs and lows in that relationship. And this to me was really the like unraveling of me. I was facing my darkest fears. I was stuck in a relationship that was mirroring back my low self-worth, my lack of self-love, using any way I could to avoid that pain through the alcohol, through the shopping, through being busy just to be busy. You know, I wasn't connecting with who I was. I was in so much pain from the divorce and I just wanted to escape it essentially. Eventually I got to the point where we were at an off again stage with that toxic relationship and the suicidal thoughts started coming. You know, I remember being on my bedroom floor thinking, Oh my God, like, what is the point of my life? Why I'm, why am I even here? Like, am I, do I even bring anything into this world? And at that moment I got really scared and I knew that I needed to make some changes. I then started to read some self-help books. Um, I started with codependency um, books at that point. Um, the book Codependent No More, a beautiful, beautiful book and a huge game changer for me, really helped me see why I was making the choices I was making and where that came from. And just having that level of understanding about myself allowed me to continue going deeper. At that point, I did start seeing a therapist. I'd like to say that that toxic relationship ended at that point, but it did continue for a few more cycles of back together, break up, back together. Eventually though, you guys, eventually I did end that relationship And I was able to get into a healthy relationship with my now husband and he is an amazing soul. And I talk about him quite frequently, but he didn't come in and necessarily save me, but he came in and created an environment where I could save myself. 
He is a man who is genuinely kind and loving and compassionate, and he didn't require anything of me. He simply loved me for who I was, and that really opened the doors for me to find out what I loved about who I was. At first, if you've ever been in a toxic relationship and then went to a healthy one, there was definitely a lot of inner struggle for me to realize that the relationship I had been in wasn't actually love. (laughs) And it had created very many patterns of self-abuse and neglect on myself. And I had gotten so comfortable and feeling unsafe that when I met my now husband, you know, I didn't feel comfortable being safe. I thought something was wrong. And again, I continued to read more self-help books. At that point, I believe the book I was reading that made the most difference for me was called Come As You Are. Highly recommend that book. It was a beautiful opening for me. Our relationship continued to progress as I was continuing to really just tiptoe. You know, this wasn't a dive into my world of self-discovery or healing. I was just gently getting curious about things. I didn't even realize that I was on a path of self-discovery, but we ended up getting married. Um, We bought our home. You know, life was at this beautiful moment of such joy. At least it should have been of such joy because all of the shoulds in my life were starting to be checked off. And then in comes another mini ego death. And I experienced um, one of the most stressful times of my life. Um, If anyone listening in is a step parent or in a blended family dynamic, I will believe you can relate to this, Um, becoming a step parent and learning how to navigate that realm can really shake things up for you. At first, it was rather like, I want to say easy, but it, it happened very smoothly at first. And then there came a custody battle. And this was a space where as a step parent, I had no control. I couldn't protect the ones that I loved. There was nothing I could do to protect my husband, protect my stepson. Like it was just throwing me into a state of survival, similar to the state of survival that I had been in when I was in that toxic relationship. But now it was through a different lens, through a different experience. But my body essentially went into toxic shock. You know, I, I was in survival mode. I was, my physical, mental, and emotional health was being hurt extremely bad. I couldn't sleep. I was on antidepressants, anti-anxiety, sleeping medication, losing weight and not in a healthy way. It was just a really stressful time. So that was another mini ego death, really pulling away and creating the darkness for me to find the light. Again, still did not realize that I was on a journey of (laughs) self-discovery. After we passed that milestone and things started to calm down, really all of those boxes in my life were checked, guys. I mean, I had the house, I had the husband, I had the job, I had the kids, we had, you know, the travel, we had everything. And life on the outside looked perfect. It was the perfect life that I had wanted all my life. And yet inside, I didn't feel fulfilled. I still felt like something was missing. 
And I couldn't put my finger on it. I didn't understand. How could I feel like I needed more when I had, quote unquote, everything to create the perfect happy life? So this created inner conflict and I continued my reading of books, but expanded to start listening to podcasts. And I started working with coaching programs. You know, it all started with manifestation, like, oh, I'm going to manifest the life I want. If there's still something missing here, I'll just manifest the life that I want. And I went down that path for a while and I really focused on my physical health, my eating, um, my exercise, and that was all coming into place quite beautifully. And then I had an experience that just opened me up to why I felt like there had to be something more. Um, At this point, my sister who had embarked on her journey as well in similar timing invited me to intend a sound bath. And if you don't know what a sound bath is, they have these huge crystal bowls, they have these mallets, and it creates the most beautiful sound vibrations. And you feel it in your body. Like it is just the coolest experience. If you haven't had it, highly suggest it. Well, at the end of the sound bath, the practitioner came around and also did Reiki. And this was just three to five minutes of Reiki. And Reiki, you guys, is a Japanese form of energy healing. It is working with your divine energy. It's clearing the energy out of your chakras, out of your aura, and getting you back into a balanced state. And he came over, placed his hands above me for maybe two minutes. And it was like, wow, what is this? This is the most amazing thing I've ever experienced in my life. I felt such an inner peace and calmness that I've never experienced before. And after that, my that's when I knew, like I really knew that my journey of self-discovery was happening. I wanted to dive in. I wanted to learn more about the Reiki. I wanted to learn more about that experience. I wanted to see what else was out there for me. And I, at that time, had made the commitment to read 20 books that year. And I started doing Reiki. I found a Reiki practitioner and started seeing her regularly. And that opened up so much for me, clearing out these energetic blocks that allowed me to get to some of the deeper wounds. At that point, I started doing EMDR therapy and working more with the therapist to really get to the things that I had repressed and wasn't consciously aware of. And that created this beautiful like unfolding of just like finding out this and finding out that. And it was like being a kid again, like learning and having so much fun while doing it. And then insert in another mini ego death here for me. I can't even remember how long the span of time. It doesn't feel like it was that long between my first Reiki experience and my next ego death. We decided to sell our forever home and leave leave where we had wanted to live and come down to another city to be closer to my husband's son so that we could have a more close-knit family. 
And in that transition, I also decided that I wanted to change careers. Um, At this point, I knew that I wanted to help others. My life had already transformed and transitioned so much that I knew I wanted to help others. I just didn't quite know how I wanted to do it, but I wanted to use this move as a catalyst for that change and to start over. So we move, we get settled into our home. I go full steam, ready to do whatever it's going to do with coaching. And I freak out. It's too much for me. I'm not ready for it. And I go back to work for someone else just to kind of help me navigate. I had so much healing still to do before I could truly become a coach and a healer. And I spent the next year really like truly diving deep, like one thing after another in a full state of curiosity. I would get in a triggered moment and I would want to know why. And I would follow the breadcrumbs till I got to that root moment. And I used such a different variety of different tools, EFT, EMDR, therapy, Reiki. I learned Seraphim Blueprint Healing, spiritual books, podcasts, working with coaches, finding people who could really like get what I was going through. You know, my soul tribe, um, Stephanie's part of that. She came into my awareness at the perfect time. And we created, you know, we talk about all the time, our, our spiritual community, our soul community, DTR, and it's for women who are on their journey of self-discovery, you know, no matter where they're at on it, whether they're me who didn't realize I was on a journey of self-discovery or they're the me who has been on it for a couple of years now and is just having so much fun expanding your thoughts and expanding your awareness, questioning everything. Like it truly is to me, it's like being a child. You're in that exploratory state of wonder and everything is so fascinating and interesting. And it's, it's exciting. It's like every day is recess. <laughs> like I get to go out and I get to play on the playground of life and I get to experience something new and there's no right or wrong way for me to experience it. Right. Because I'm just out on the playground having fun as a child learning something new about myself, learning something new about the way that the metaphysics work, about the energetics, about the spiritualism, about uh, the earth, like it never stops. And it's so beautiful. Oh, and I feel like I've rambled on, but essentially that brings you to my now moment. I have done a little bit of everything, even including my most recent experience with plant medicine. And it has all opened me up. And my best piece of advice for you on your journey of self-discovery, on your navigating your many dark nights of the soul or your ego deaths is truly being curious. It's not about judging or criticizing where you have or haven't been in your life. It's getting curious of why. Why did you make that choice? Why did you do that? Why did you respond that way? And then it's realizing that while you're discovering that why, you're just learning. You're simply learning. Like your entire life is going to be about learning and evolving as a human 
as a spirit. You are just here evolving and learning. Um, So that would be my biggest piece of advice. And as you're learning, you know, be kind and compassionate to yourself. Offer yourself grace. And (laughs) I have to laugh when I give that advice because that is something I struggle so much with, that giving yourself grace. That to me means when you uncover something new about yourself and it's, it's painful and it's not necessarily pretty, you know, and it's has suffering and grief attached to it. And you want to plow through and you just want to get to the other side. Stop and give yourself grace. This is part of your experience. There is no need to rush through it to get to the other side, your journey and your experience through it is the beauty of it. It is the magic of it. And you will get to that other side and you will find that deeper sense of inner knowing and peace through it. But there's no need to rush it. There's no finish line. You will never finish exploring yourself. You will never finish learning. You will never finish becoming who you are. So there's no rush. Just allow yourself to have the experiences as they come. I feel like most of my journey unfolded the way it did. And those ego deaths came in the timeframes that they did. Shortly after I would send a prayer up, I would be in a place in my life and I would just be unhappy or just longing for something more. And I would ask for guidance and I would ask for help. And then here comes in, you know, the beautiful chaotic storm that catapults me into the discovery of what's actually going on and what I can let go of. And you just experience it. And I hope that this helps. I hope that this helps you no matter where you're at, you know, dropping the comparison. I compared myself so much when I was beginning to really like embark on that journey where I consciously was aware that I was healing. I would compare, I would follow people on Instagram or Facebook or listen to their podcasts and think, oh, that's great for you. Oh, that's amazing that they get to experience that. Oh, they, that gets to happen for them, but not for me. I still didn't understand that we essentially are one in the same and that all of their experiences can be my experiences. And I just was at a different point than them. I was getting to experience my journey as my unique journey. And so as you listen in weekly to our podcasts, I really want you to keep that in mind. Steph and I will always share, you know, from our hearts and what we've experienced, but it may come through a little differently because we've experienced things that you haven't yet or that you have, and you may hear something we say, and you may have a deeper understanding and knowing about it than we do. And that's the beauty. Like life would be so mundane if we were all on our journeys at the same time, if we were all the same place in our journey, it would be too cookie cutter. You know, there we wouldn't be able to learn from one another because we'd be going through the same thing. But because we're doing it at different times in different ways through different experiences, we get to help each other. You know, we get to say, oh, wow, I experienced something kind of like that. And this really helped me. And maybe it will help you. Or 
even just holding space and compassion and empathy while you witness someone go through an ego death or a mini dark night of the soul or a full blown, they were knocked off their asses and their life fully fell apart and they're putting the pieces back together type of dark night of the soul. (sighs) That's the beauty of it. Well, I am so grateful to be able to have the platform to share these experiences with you. And before I say my goodbyes and let you get back with your day, I really just want to reiterate, find your therapist, find your coach, find your healer, find your soul tribe, find yourself, find the tools that work for you. Look at life as your playground and your healer, your coach, you know, your therapist, they are the friends who are helping you have fun on the playground of life. You know, they're the ones that are sitting, exploring in the dirt with you or going down the slides or swinging in the swings with you, but find your support group. You deserve that. And it is from my experience, such a valuable tool just to have someone there who can guide you while you learn who you are. I work hand in hand with so many beautiful souls who are on their journey of self-discovery. I designed a program specifically to help them learn how to love themselves in a way that they may have not experienced yet. Um, The program that I created is actually very beautiful because while half of the sessions are already structured and guided, the other half of our time together is spent in healing sessions. And those are just as unique as you are. Um, We are guided by your energy, by your history, by your past, by what you're going through, through those sessions. And it really creates that unique structure combination. So you get the coaching and the healing, but whether it's working with me and finding out what self-love means to you, working with Stephanie, working with someone in our soul community, in our TTR soul community, or listening to a podcast or purchasing a self-paced coaching program, or really working with that therapist or having an experience with plant medicine, whatever it is, do it. Take that leap. Believe in yourself enough to take the initiative to go deeper in your journey and discover more of what your truth is because your truth, and I know you said this multiple times in this episode, but that's because I really want you to understand your truth is uniquely yours. You are you and you are unlike all others, yet we are all one in the same. It is the most beautiful paradox that one can ever experience. But with that, I send you all with so, so much love. If you wish to connect with Steph and I on a deeper level or join our community, as always, there will be notes in the show notes for you there. Thank you again for listening in. We hope that this episode supports you well. As always, what we share is a take it or leave it kind of thing. Please use your discernment and what feels good and supports you. 
If you would like additional support along your journey, head on over to www.dancetoremembrance.com. You'll find more information on our intimate soul community for women, as well as other free resources to support you. And don't worry, we'll include an easy to find link in the show notes. Oh, and one last thing. If you are enjoying our content, please make sure to subscribe and give a quick review. This helps us get our message out to more beautiful souls just like you. We are forever grateful for your love and support. Now get out there and dance with life.